Psalms 27, 14. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is your host, Miss Allison Spires, and you are tuning into Christian Millennials Chat. You don't have to be rich to achieve your potential. I stand here knowing that my story is part of the larger American story, that I owe a debt to all of those who came before me, and that in no other country on earth is my story even possible. 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 Hey everyone, so let's get into today's episode. And so as I was trying to figure out what I was going to talk about today, I'm like, Lord, you know, this is not my podcast, it is yours. And so I want to be in line, especially because we are still going strong in our purpose before marriage series. And, you know, the Lord has been doing some amazing things. But a lot of singles, we talk about time because time seems to just pass us by. We feel like there's, it's in God's timing. We hear that a lot of times, wait on the Lord, um, be of good courage. We hear, um, one day it'll be your season or it is your season, right? How many of us have been told it is our season? And I say that a lot on this podcast and the Lord was just like, you need to understand something. And so he had me read um, Habakkuk 2, 3, and it says, for still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. Will surely come. It will not delay. And so I was like, Lord, this is such a on time scripture because there is so there are so many of us who are just like, Lord, you gave me a vision of marriage and you've given me a vision of my family and you've given me a vision of all of this stuff. And there were so many who were like, God, I don't know what to do. And he's saying, yes, I gave you a vision of marriage. Yes, I gave you a vision of family. Um, I've given you a vision of all of this stuff, but I want to backtrack. What about the vision over your own life in your singlehood? What was the vision that God gave you in this season? What is the task that he gave you? Because it's awaited its appointed time. And I am here today to tell you that the appointed time is now in this season before marriage to complete the task. And let me tell you something, right? Because the Lord gave me this revelation until you complete what he's told you to do in this season of being single, he cannot release a promise to you. And so you have to make sure that you are diligently actively working in your singlehood. Ruth was able to be found because she was working even while waiting. And there were so many of us who were sitting here waiting and God is saying, I need you to get to work. I need you to move because there's an appointed time. What does that mean, Alice? That means that heaven has ordained a certain time for you to be able to get something done. And appointed just means assigned a job or a role. And so that means in this season that you've been assigned, you've been um, given permission and access to operate in a role that you will no longer have when you become married because God will give you a new assignment. And so because you were in this season, what assignment are you working in? You know, there are so many people who have the wrong perspective of, oh, when I get married, Oh, when I get the job, oh, when I get this and when I get that. And God says, you already have some things that I've given you 
There are some treasures locked up inside this earth and vessel that I need to be released. But because you're looking at the future appointed time, you're missing what I'm trying to do in this moment. And God says you can no longer miss what is in this moment. And so I even hear him saying that there were so many of us who are missing the moment because we're looking around at everybody else. And we're looking at everybody else's blessings and we're looking at everybody else on Instagram and we're looking at everybody else on Facebook and we're looking at everybody else on TikTok and all these other apps. And we're looking at people in the church and we're like, wow, every Sunday she comes with a testimony and God, I don't feel like I have one. And God was like, yeah, I, I've been trying to work through you, but you will not get the memo. And so today he had to send me because it is the assigned time for you to work in your gift. And it says, it says in that verse that not only is it your appointed time, but that verse says it hastens to the end. What does that mean? To move or act quickly, to encourage, to move or act quickly, to urge on. Let me tell you something. It is now time. And God is saying to you, you must act and you must act quickly. And why must you act quickly? Because time is approaching where the next phase of your promise is coming. Right. So a lot of times we look at single season and people look at it as a plague. And so that's why I've done this series. And the Lord was just like, there are some things that you get to do in your single season that you're not able to do once you're married. And so you've got to appreciate this time. You've got to be able to look at this time and see through my eyes. Right. And let me tell you something. Right. Because when you look at how God did some things and does some things, right? He always puts us on the backside and he always puts us alone. And you know, before he had Jesus operate in his purpose, what did the Lord have him do? The Lord had him fast and to go up on the Mount, um, and seek him. And so we know that God had Jesus allowed him to go through that 40 days, right? If we look at David, we see that David was on the backside and what was he doing on the backside? David was preparing. The Lord was preparing David on the backside, right? Where nobody could see him. And there were some things that God is trying to get to you and prepare you for in this season on the backside so that you're able to be covered. Right. And so when we look at the story of Ruth, Naomi gives her some instructions, but he, she gives them gives her instructions on the backside, not in front of everybody. She doesn't let everybody hear the conversations. And that's the thing. Believers, we got to know who to have conversations with and who not to have conversations with. Let me tell you something in this season. Everybody is not going to see the vision for your life. I don't talk to everybody about what God is trying to release right now. I don't talk to listen. We can be friends, but that does not mean that I am giving you access to heavenly assignments. If God is speaking something into me and trying to release something out, some things you got to hold dear. And there are some people in your life who love you. And so I'm not saying you have to get rid of those people. But what I'm saying is they will not be able to see on the level that God is trying to get you to see on. Why? Because he didn't assign that to them. So it doesn't make sense. Right. And a lot of us are trying to get people to understand some things. And God is just like, it's not for them to understand. You just need to hear me and obey me. And matter of fact, you could get some things done quicker if you stop yapping your mouth about all of the things I'm trying to release. Right. If you just stay quiet and trust me and don't even say anything. Yeah, I told you you're going to be king. 
Yeah, I told you you're going to do miracles. Yeah, I told you I'm going to release a book through you. Yeah, I told you that I'm going to allow you to write that music. Yeah, I told you that I'm gonna help you through law school. Yeah, I told you that you'll be a doctor. I told you, I didn't tell the community. So there are things that you're trying to get the, the, the group to understand and God is like, they're not going to understand it because it's not their vision. And so he's saying to you in this time, know when to open your mouth and when to close it. Know what God is giving you in your fasting state is for you and you're not to share it with everybody. Know what God is giving you in your quiet time in prayer that when it's time to be released, he'll give you the unction to open up your mouth and release it. But until that time, if you release it prematurely, then the, like sometimes the enemy is then after the promise because now he knows what to go after, right? But if you allow God to develop that thing inside of you, he's able to hide it and protect it until it's time. And so it says it will not lie. And so what does that mean? That what's inside of you, the appointed time, it has to come to pass. It has to come to pass. This stuff that you are going through and you're trying to work through. Let me say this, right? Because there are so many people who want to, and I hear you, Holy Spirit. There are so many people who are asking to have the promise. And God is like, I'm trying to deliver you from yourself. Because if I don't deliver you from yourself, you are going to then not be able to obtain or secure the promise, meaning you're not going to be able to maintain it. And there are so many people and we're going to get into this because I just feel like God is going to have this purpose before marriage series go on for a while. That's just my feelings right now with what he's been speaking and everything. But there are so many people who go through childhood traumas, right? And we leave these childhood traumas in our lives. And we don't talk about them, right? Because mama told us we can't say anything. Daddy told us we can't say anything. We can't go to the church and say something because I feel like they'll judge me. I can tell my friends, but yeah, she gossips about everybody to me. So I don't know if I could really trust that she's going to keep my stuff safe. I understand that a lot of us have these feelings, right? And so there are things that the enemy has done to us. And let me say this, right? The reason the enemy attacks you when you're young is because if he can get you while you're young, then he thinks that you're never going to be able to grow up and be what God has called you to be. And another thing that he tries to do is if he can silence your mouth, right? Then he feels like he can have you. And I always say this on this podcast, when I was younger, the adults in my life, not necessarily my parents, because I think they kind of understood the gift, but other people around would say, oh, they would call me Madam Talk Too Much. That was my nickname, right? Because I just talk like, and I'm like, I'm very good at having conversations, even though weirdly enough, I was shy, but I could talk to people. It was really crazy, right? Um, and so this insecurity started to build up in me like, oh, I do talk too much. And yeah, I do give people a lot of facts. And I just started having these things, right? And these were seeds that the enemy was placing, not realizing that the reason he was trying to place those seeds inside of me is because if he places those things inside of me, then I grow up. And as an adult, when you hear people and you're in high school and you hear people say, oh, she just talks too much and she's always talking and she's always doing this, she's always doing that. Okay, watering the seeds. And so then there comes a point where you're like, well, I talk too much, so maybe I just need to shut up, right? And because my gift 
is speaking, speaking on podcasts, being a motivational speaker, praying. So many different things are tied into me speaking. And that's where purpose is. The enemy tried to plant those seeds since I was younger. So I wouldn't do this. Right. But there comes a point in your life where you are going to have to open up your mouth and tell the enemy that what you tried to devour, what you tried to kill, what you tried to steal is not going to work. I understand that my gift is in speaking. I understand that when I open up my mouth that the spiritual realm hears me and it has to obey. I understand that when I tell a demon to flee, it has to flee. I understand that when I speak peace over a situation, peace has to come. Why? Because I understand that I'm a child of God. And so before my marriage comes, I know what my purpose is. And so I operate in it. But as a child, he tried to make me to be silent. Right. And so what I'm saying to you is you got to deal with childhood traumas. And I had to dig up stuff, even the stuff that you may not want to tell anybody. I had to dig up all of this stuff and say, all right, sis, we're going to deal with this. We're going to be honest. We're going to be open. I'm going to tell you about yourself. I'm going to tell you where you did well. I'm going to tell you where you messed up. We're going to evaluate your life. And when we evaluate your life, you're not going to lie to yourself. You're going to be real honest. Okay. Yeah. I know you were supposed to do this and you didn't do that, but where is the grace of God? Where is the mercy of God? Okay. You see it on that situation. Okay, cool. So we can heal from that. We can move on from that. And so you have to do the work. And I feel like I have to say this because the Holy Spirit's putting this on my heart. If you can't figure this out and sort it out for yourself, the Holy Spirit is a great tool, but so is therapy. Right? Because somewhere in the church, we've been told, don't go and see a therapist, right? That's a stigma in the black community, in the church community. Don't see one, you know, God's going to solve all your problems. And yes, God can. And yes, he will. But sometimes he's like, yeah, I'll do it. But I also need you to talk it through with a human. Sometimes I need you to go and release some things because they're going to give you some insights. So you don't have to necessarily see a therapist. If you have some great pastors, use the counsel of your pastors. If you have pastors who assign you to elders, that's what the church was there for. That was the positions that they gave back in the day in the Bible times so that there could be counsel. And that's what God is saying to you. You need to see counsel because there's wisdom in counsel and things you can't get through on your own. The Holy Spirit is able to help you through them. And so dealing with childhood traumas is essential. But another thing that's essential is forgiveness, right? Let's talk about purpose before marriage. If you want to operate in your purpose, if you want to feel free, if you want to be able to do the things that you need to do and what God is calling you to do, you're going to have to learn how to forgive. You're going to have to learn to be able to say, you know what? Yes, you hurt me. And let me tell you something. This is sometimes it's not going to be with the person. Sometimes it will not be with the person. Sometimes it will just be you and God and you got to know how to be able to release a thing. Sometimes you got to be able to say, you know what? You could hold on to it. But as for me in this household, we're not holding on to that stuff. And so during this time of really figuring out purpose and figuring out what God is speaking over me in my singlehood, I've had to learn to operate in these things to become free. 
But then not only did I have to see that, I had to see the bigger picture. And so there are moments where God has been speaking to me. And let me say this, right? Because as much as God is going to deal with your now, he's going to deal with your future. And so don't feel confused if you were in one space and God is speaking to the next space. Because when it comes to God, he already understands that's done. That's done. And so I've got to speak more purpose into you so you continually strive to what I have for you. And so, so many of us are just like, all right, God, you're speaking so much stuff into us and I don't know, right? So let me tell you, God speaks to me about my future marriage all the time. And he's forever giving insight and insight that I know. Um, I always tell people, right, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. So the Lord, ever since 2012, 2014, um, since that period, 2012 to 2014, he started speaking to me about speaking. Honey child, when I tell you that I was going to school to be a lawyer, possibly a psychologist, I was in college and I was just like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be this because I wanted to help people and God always put that in my heart like I always wanted to help people like I knew that was my purpose in life because everyone I was around I was always counseling and helping and I was always encouraging and inspiring people so I was like yeah I know I know that that's my call right so throughout um me developing my relationship with the Lord and really just like trying to learn how to hear him and trying to figure out how to maneuver in life um, he would always speak these things. And I look at my journals now and I, I laugh and I cry because it's so powerful. He would say, you're going to be a speaker and you're going to help young women and you're going to help your generation. And there were things that the Lord was speaking to me that we're in 2020 y'all. It took eight to 10. It took eight to about, let's see, we'll say it took six to eight years for me to now be a motivational speaker, for me now to have a podcast, for me now to be operating and helping young women, for me now to be on radio stations and doing interviews and podcast interviews and meeting people and speaking to people and meeting mayors and meeting council people. It took years. God spoke it, but it took some time to appear. And so that's why I'm telling you that the Lord may speak something. Let me tell you something. The Lord's been speaking over my marriage for some years now. And though it is not here yet, I understand the preparation phase. And if you don't understand the preparation phase, you are going to miss out on what God's trying to release. Let me help you again, y'all. So we've been traveling. And so when we travel, we know that there are certain things we got to get. There are certain things we have to prepare. And so we've been preparing for things and making sure we have what we have. We need, we're making sure. Right. So I knew y'all I I'm good. I love, I'm patient, but I'm just at the point in my life where I knew that I needed to have one of those TSA pre-checks. Like I, I just need it because what God is doing in my life, I'm going to be, I'm going to be traveling. So I have to have this stuff. Right. So I knew a few months back that we were going to be traveling really soon. And so in preparation for my trip, I said, you know what? I need to fill out the stuff I need to fill out. I need to start getting everything in order. I knew this. I had to make sure my license was in order. I needed to make sure all of these different documents were in order because I knew what was coming up. And so what I'm trying to say to y'all 
is that if we put that much energy and focus and we prepare in those things and I've been preparing and now the trip is here. And so now I'm not running everywhere and frazzled and oh my goodness, I didn't know what was coming up and stressed and confused. Why? Because I prepared. And so what I'm saying to y'all is, you know, your marriage is coming. And so you've got to operate in purpose before it hits. You got to be doing what you need to do now, preparing yourself, operating in full purpose. Not purpose because of a man, not purpose because of a woman, but purpose because the Lord of hosts spoke it to you and you did it. Right? Because once you get into marriage, I have a lot of married friends, so we have a lot of conversations. And the reason that I keep friends who are married now is because I know the position that the Lord will put me in and is putting me in, I should say. Right? And so I understand that I've got to get counsel from amazing men and women of God who are in that position. And so, because I know where the vision is going and my father always told me, you hang around nine broke people, you're going to be the 10th broke one. You hang around nine rich friends and you're going to be the 10th rich one. And so if I hang around married people long enough, I'm going to be married. Simple, right? Because you are what you are around. And so for me, I've gotten counsel and I talked to them and I asked them and we're going to have some conversations. We talked about, and we have always talked about what they did in their singlehood. And one thing that I love about talking to them is they also tell me the mistakes they made. And so there were seasons and when we're going to do a podcast where I invite some of them on to give y'all some wisdom because they've blessed my life. But there are moments where We've had conversations and I've had to literally like check myself because they're like, okay, sis, let me tell you the real deal about marriage. When you get married, there are certain things that just going to fall on the backside. So I suggest you do them now while you're single. Oh, sis, you know what? You need to get your, let me, let me give y'all an example, right? So <laughs> one thing about me was. I am a total, I don't want to say free bird, but I guess that's the word I'll use. I'm a free bird, meaning that I could wake up when I want to wake up. Cause I don't have like, I have responsibilities of my business and things I have to do. And so I, I know what I need to do when I need to do. It, and I always get that stuff done, but I kind of would sleep when I want to wake up when I want to. So for me, I was always a person that I go to sleep real late because I like to work late at night, right? So I was a night owl for a long time, right? And so my night owlness, if that's the word, and I don't think that it is, I would stay up, work, do what I need to do, get it done. And then I probably would go to sleep around three or four o'clock in the morning, wake up at like nine, 10 o'clock maybe, right? So I was talking to my friends and I was, they're like, girl, you just never get up early and blah, blah, blah. And we just would have these conversations. And I laugh because my friends who had children and stuff, they'd be like, yeah, you know, my baby wakes me up around five or six. And I'd be like, I don't know what I'm going to do when I have kids. Like, Lord, I, I don't wake up at that time. I'm usually trying to go to sleep or have just gone to sleep at that time. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. And so I said that, and it was funny because the Lord was just like, well, we're going to prepare you. And so now he has switched my schedule where I still could be a night owl, but I'm typically a morning person. 
Like I'm waking up early. And the reason I do that is because when you look at Proverbs 31 and the wisdom that that woman had, it says she woke up early before her household. And so if I'm preparing to be a wife, honey, honey, boo boo, I can't be walking up and woken up guys <laughs> come get my English. I can't be waking up at 12 o'clock and my husband hasn't had breakfast or lunch. I can't be waking up at that time and thinking, oh, I could just do whatever I want to do because now it's not just me. And then when I have kids, I can't wake up at crazy hours. And so now the Lord has me in a season to prepare for that. And so what I'm saying to you is the Lord knows exactly what you need. And so there may be things that he's recalibrating. So you may have not been a gym person, right? And this has been me. And I told you, I'm always transparent with y'all. So he's had me in a season for the last couple of weeks where I've been checking my health and really just trying to figure out, Alice, get on an eating schedule, get on a, um, on a gym schedule. I need you, like, I need to be healthy, right? Because I want kids. I want a husband, like, and I gotta be, listen, I gotta be snatched. I don't play that. So, um, I've been getting my life. Listen, as my friends would say, Alice has been getting gathered. And so, um, there were routines now that I'm having to adopt because of the lifestyle that I know and because I want to operate in purpose and work in purpose and do all things well into the Lord, I'm having to see the vision that he has for my life. And so does it hurt sometimes? Is it annoying? Absolutely. But I know that God wants the best for me and I should want the best for myself. So I do what he tells me to do. Right? So going back to this verse, it says, if it seems slow, so that means sometimes it's going to feel slow. Sometimes it's going to take some time because the word of God would have never said that if it didn't, if it didn't feel like it was forever. Right? So I know that operating and we talk about this and I know that marriage seems slow. And let me say this, right? Because as long as you're focused on only that, God's not going to release that because it's an idol unto you. But when you're able to not idolize it, but understand that I want to utilize it for purpose in the kingdom, God is able to release. And so it says, wait for it. It will surely come. And so today where you have been, where the enemy, and I, I want to speak to um, the enemy's tactics right now, where the enemy has been lying to you and telling you that it's not coming, it's not yours. Are you sure you missed the mark? That was the man for you and you just left it alone. Let me tell you about the God that I serve. He said it surely will come to pass. It will not delay. He is given an appointed time. So daughter, son, you do not have to worry because what God has for you will never miss you. And so I understand the enemy comes and he tries to play tricks and is like, yeah, no, um, that's not yours. Are you sure the God you serve has you? Oh, well, everybody else looks like they're blessed right now and you just look a hot mess. Oh yeah. Are you sure you hear from God? Are you sure he said that? Listen, nothing new is under the sun. Y'all remember the story of Adam and Eve and he came to God really say that? Did God really? And he's always, did God really? Did God really? Did God really? Are you sure? Oh, but God, it's, it's taking a long time. Hmm. Maybe he forgot about you. Oh, your sister got married. Your brother got married. Um, your cousins are even getting married now. What about you? Oh, they gave, they gave everybody else a job promotion. And I think they just forgot that you're even in the office. 
Oh, everybody else has finished their degree and you're still there six years later? Hmm, I, I don't know. And you're a Christian? Does God really love you? Oh, well, I know you slept with homeboy and so now God isn't just going to love you. Oh, well, I know that you had four abortions so God isn't going to love you. I know that you used to practice homosexuality, so God's just not going to love you. I know that you used to enjoy living in sin, so God's just not going to love you. And so the enemy is saying all this stuff. And the enemy is trying to bombard your mind because he wants you to get to a point where you stop waiting, where you stop trusting, where you stop believing in what God has said. But what I'm telling you today is there is an appointed time. There is a vision that has been given assignment and you have to fulfill it. Can't nobody else fulfill it. Release the burden. I know you feel the weight and God is like, I didn't call you to feel the weight because that's mine to bear. But you have to trust. And it's so funny because my sister's been stealing my, my saying, but I always say to everybody, trust the God that you serve. Like I trust the God that I serve. And the reason I trust the God that I serve is because we've been too, we've been through too much for me to start doubting now. Right. And let me tell you something. The enemy's going to try you because he really does try me. Let me tell y'all, sometimes God be speaking some stuff and I act like two seconds later, I didn't hear what God said. And so because of comfortability, we try to go back and God is like, yeah, boo boo, you're not doing that. You're not going back. You can't go back. And so I just want to encourage you all that it will surely come to pass. It is coming to pass. You're not late. You are not late. I know that time has tried to bombard you and you have felt this weight of time and God is like, trust my timing, trust my timing, believe in me, trust in me, serve me, honor me in all that you do, in every action. When you start to honor God in every action, you'll see God's hand in everything you do. I'm trying to give y'all some heavenly, heavenly insight. Serve God faithfully. Trust in God faithfully, but serve him. And I even hear you, Holy Spirit, serve well. In ministry, serve well. At your job, serve well. At your home, serve well. Why? Because based on your service is where God's going to be able to release your next dimension of favor. He can't release until you put in the work. And so that is all I have for y'all today. I pray that this has blessed you. I'm super excited about where the podcast is going. Like I said to you guys, we are going to um, have some guests on here. I will be, um, I will be popping up with them very soon. So I pray that this blessed you. I pray that this encouraged you until next time. I'll see y'all later. Bye.